Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. This is George Soto with Soto Ventures. Hope all is well. I'm actually based in Rio, Brazil right now, sitting down with Pedro Inada. Pedro, Hi. how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Pretty good. Now, Pedro, you're the CEO and founder of GoGuji. Yes. Based here in Rio, correct? Right. How's, uh, how's everything going? Well, it's good. Uh, the beach is right over here. I know. So they're bad. Totally. <laughs> so we're actually, we're at the Caesar Park Hotel, which is on Ipanema Beach. And if you see here, it's a beautiful, I don't know if you guys can see, it's a beautiful view. Although today we're talking about startups and technology. So, uh, Pedro, tell us a little bit about your background. I know you have an interesting story in that you were in finance before and then you got into startups. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. Well, uh, I'm 33 right now. I started my life in the financial area. Actually, the financial area chose me. I didn't actually choose it. Uh, but you know how things are. And after around 10 years over there, I had just had uh, one certain, certain certainty in my life that I didn't want to do that for the rest of it. So, I mean, time really passes quick. So I had to decide and and decided just to do something new. I didn't have any idea what I was doing, but I was trying to figure it out. And after around three months, uh, well, they hit me a question and I uh, wanted to pursue that question for about 10 months. I uh, I was really uh, researching and, and digging inside. And well, then the project came out and GoBooty started like that. Yeah, and you were telling me earlier the story of you just sitting there asking yourself the question. The question was, why is there no like Amazon for services out there? Right. Yeah. The question was actually that why I've never uh, encountered like a website or why didn't I know a website that was an Amazon service somewhere that I could go there and, and buy a service. Well, and thinking about it, it, it there's a model out there that's, that's a winner. Uh, it should be humongous. It's like around almost three fourths of GDP on the world is service. So, I mean, if you, can, if you could have like a small part of it, it would be really good. But I'm talking about like a horizontal marketplace, not a vertical. Like Uber is like a vertical marketplace, and Airbnb is a vertical marketplace. I'm talking about like a horizontal marketplace. Absolutely, where where a consumer could connect with a service provider, get recommendations from friends. They have that social layer that we were talking about right, before. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it started out like that. And then I realized, wait, after doing my study, I really saw that there are a lot of uh, internet companies trying to be that. Well, but none of them have reached it. And I can give you a lot of examples like Thumbtack, uh, Angie's List, uh, Freelancer, Fiverr. Well, there are tons. Of, nowadays, I think it's, it's really big, this marketing. Sure. And I think people are trying to get there. So what is it? Maybe you can describe the product. I know you're still in beta today. You've run a couple different like alpha and beta programs. You've got you built one or two MVPs you were mentioning. You're going to be releasing the product early uh, 2016. Maybe you could describe a little bit about what the product looks like, how the user experiences. It is primarily mobile yeah. at this point. Well, I mean, it's 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 a really ambitious plan. But you have to start somewhere, and which it should be. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we're starting out with something really simple. It wasn't really simple to get to this point, but uh, actually, our product now it's it's just an address book. It's kind of like a social address book, or 
an address book with service contacts you can share with anybody, your friends, people that you trust. And that's how we're starting it out, trying to build these connections uh, with consumers and, and service providers. And I've actually seen the beta. So for, for the viewers out there, you can actually download the application once it goes live, of course, out of beta, connect with either Facebook, your Facebook authentication, or an email address. It pulls in your information, kind of similar like WhatsApp, I think, in certain regards, where you can, it, it'll read your contact lists. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the contacts, yes, and, and your friends uh, are pulling from Facebook. So there, there are two things. There's a, the, the users, which have their address book. We even call it address book. You build your address book. And then you have the contacts, which are the service providers. And, and uh, well, it's just like Instagram, but instead of photos, there's contacts. That's like really simple wrapping up the story. Yeah. And then you can actually be able to look at recommendations from friends, uh, look at previous experiences that users outside of your friend group as well have had with these service providers. Tell us a little bit about the team. I know your three core team, early team members, right. product manager, developer yourself, who's CEO and business folks. And then you have two other developers as well. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not a tech guy, uh, so my background is financial. So it was a really hard thing after I had like this idea and had to find these these, these people to work with. And I found this old friend of mine, which uh, is a website uh, engineer and this product manager, which worked with him. And uh, well, we met, we discussed, and they really liked the, the story and everything. And, and once we had this project, we went to uh, trying to find early investors, like family and friends. I don't know how, but we got some money to start the company in January, and the team's already uh, five now. Uh, just got two other developers, and we work with a lot of outsourced, like the our designer, uh, uh, marketing, mm -hmm. and uh, some of other developers are also outsourced. So trying to build a team small. Totally. <laughs> and you're going now for another family and friends, Angel, Ryan, right? Yeah. Charlie. We have our MVP. It's actually uh, already live only for, for some people, uh, you want to test it and, and we have it ready and I showed you already. Yeah, totally, which is beautiful. It's beautiful by the way. It really is. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Uh, and, and we're starting small testing with some people and we'll converge with the app and, and the website and in February. Well, you know, at Soto Ventures, we're all about educating and inspiring entrepreneurship as, as we were talking about what are, let's say two or three tips that you would give an individual who was looking to quit their corporate job here in Brazil and launch a startup. If you were to able able to go back and think about you know your experience, what yeah. are the two or three tips you would give them? Well, first of all, it's not a rational decision. <laughs> it never is. Uh, if you if you want to do that change, uh, try to rationalize it out, but it never never close like this this formula doesn't close yeah but I mean we have heard it from a lot of people to search your happiness so you just have to have the courage to, to jump off and uh, not exactly already having a project or anything like it was my story it's really hard to try to build like a side business or anything but just jump in and, and look for search for your happiness and that's it that's I mean I think it's a, the only tip I would give Got it, got it. So search for your happiness. Yeah. What, what would be from a product perspective, maybe one one other tip? Well, uh, from a product side, 
let's say I, for like I, building an MVP, something that you learn because yeah, we always yeah. learn these things, yeah. right? So, I mean, I have my point of view, uh, not being tech, and I really found it just like building, uh, I mean, like uh, building this this building here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have the idea of the building uh, that you want to have, and then you have to do the architecture of it, and then the design, and then comes the engineering, the part that you put the, the, the building up. And like thinking about these layers and how everybody uh, fits in, I think it's it, it was uh, was good to think that way, not being from a tech uh, perspective. So, so really understanding, sitting down, being able to architect what the product was, and then start to think about the different pieces, the engineering pieces. Yeah, think about it like in cycles. Okay, it, it's it it is a cycle. I mean, it, it never stops. Even when you when you already have the the product, you still have a lot of ideas that you have to put on. And comes the idea, and then you have to develop it in an architecture, and then you have to dress it in the design, and then you, you put out to the engineers. So I, I started thinking about that. It, it wasn't something that I learned very quickly. I thought in the beginning that I didn't need an architecture. It was a wrong move, but I really did need, I mean, I wouldn't, you would never do a house without an architecture. Yeah, yeah. well, I tried that. <laughs> well, Pedro, thank yeah. you so much for joining us today. One thing that's for sure, everyone, is that entrepreneurship is fundamentally uh, similar, irrespective of where, wherever you go in the world. So we, we encounter the same problems and challenges as as entrepreneurs. So uh, Pedro, thanks again. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was a pleasure. Pleasure. Cheers.